Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the lead pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. Every week, we spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We'd like to invite you to join us at Harvest Baptist Church this week. We're going to be back to two services at 8.45 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. We have Japanese and Korean translation available during that 10.45 a.m. service. And that's also when we live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week is our Vision Sunday at the church, and we'll be introducing our new theme for this year. Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Hey, hop a day, Chris. Yeah, this Sunday is our Vision Sunday, um, and this would be a perfect time for somebody new to come and try out Harvest for the first time. If you're listening today and you do not have a a church home and you've been thinking about spiritual things or you've got questions about the Bible, we'd love to invite you to come and see what God's doing here at Harvest. And our Vision Sunday is a Sunday each year when we just think about the future, look to the future. We introduce a new theme that kind of guides uh, our ministry during the year. And uh, and then we'll talk about you know things coming up and it'll be a sweet time for you to join us. And so we'd like to invite you to come and we're looking forward to being together this Sunday morning at both of those times that you mentioned. I'm really thankful to be able to have uh, in our studio with us uh, Abby Nagengast and her mom, Jackie. Um, Abby, uh, thank you for joining us. I'm looking forward to talking with you about your relationship with Jesus, but thank you for being here. Of course. Um, uh, Abby, how old are you? 28. And how long have you been here at Harvest? Five years. Okay. Yeah. Six. Five years. Uh, Abby is the daughter of Pastor Larry and Jackie uh, Nagencast. Um, Jackie, maybe you could tell us about how God called you in your family, called your family, how God brought you here, and some of the history. Your family's been connected with Harvest for a long time. Right. right. We started, uh, our history with Harvest started in about 2008 when we first came out here with uh, Pastor Marty Heron and Tammy and held uh, or helped with the teacher in service. And at that time, our son Lawrence and his wife Lindsay were here serving in the ministry as well. So it was a bonus, you know, to come out here mm. and to be with them as well as be with all the teachers, the staff, and then meet the people in the church as well. And our hearts fell in love with Harvest and with Guam when we started coming to visit. And then about Every other year, Pastor Heron would have us come out. I'm sure he knew, you know, the, that we were thrilled to see our son and his wife, but also uh, just encourage the teachers and help them get started on a good spiritual foot uh, for the year. And so every other year we came out, we made probably five trips out here wow. and got connected in that way before God called us. Yeah. And then uh, five years five years ago, you came, you've been here right. serving together. Pastor Larry serves in all kinds of areas, councils, um, does a lot of teaching, mm-hmm. um, just pastors a lot of people. And then you help lead our ladies' ministry, right? Right. I, I love it more than I ever thought I would. Yeah. And that's what God does. I'm a school teacher at heart for little ones, with little ones for many years. And then when God brought us here, that changed. And 
um, now there's big bodies instead of little bodies. <laughs> and But I enjoy the ladies so much because it's an opportunity to invest and input in their lives, help them and walk alongside them, help them grow in the Lord, and uh, just go through the ups and downs of life and knits our hearts together as we do that. And it's very fulfilling for me to be called to do that. I'm thankful. Really thankful for you and your husband and God's using you guys in, in really dramatic ways. It's really, it's really great. And Abby, we're so thankful that God has called you as well and connected you with the Harvest family. Um, I've heard you tell before sort of the story of, um, of your birth and the beautiful way that God created you. Can you share that a little bit with us? Um, when I was born, I got diagnosed on being Down syndrome, mm-hmm. and um, I knew that that was a special, u- unique way to live. And so I am so thankful that God uh, made me the way I am. Amen. Um, and the fact that he chose my mom to have me, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm thankful uh, so much. And it's also it's to show people that abortion is so wrong for, because it's like killing babies who have special needs, mm-hmm. like me. Mm-hmm. And um, and I don't know why they, they do it, but... I think it's because of sin, um, but I think it's just a way for them to to name babies like me. Mm-hmm. But they need to know that there is a God who made life, yeah, and made me the way I am. Mm-hmm. And the fact that abortion is so wrong, God is one who gives life and takes life, and so. God deals with that. God is the one who chose. And of what he gave life to me, um, which is so special in a way. It is special. Thank you for sharing that, Abby. And um, God created you in this beautifully unique way. And the gifts that God has given you are a blessing to everybody around you. He, he made you with a sweet spirit that loves God and loves people. Mm-hmm. Um, he made you with a happy heart that's thankful. And uh, that testimony is really a blessing to many people. Many people have, um, God has used you in their lives. And it's because of the way that God created yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jackie, um, what's that time like for you and Pastor Larry, you know, as you kind of walk through this journey and, God gave you Abby in such a special way. How do you how do you think through that? We didn't know before she was born. And so it was quite a surprise after she came into the world, looking just like her older sisters at that time. Um, but then within just a few hours in recovery, them saying there's a possibility of a special need called Down syndrome. And of course, at that moment, I felt like my dreams had been dashed. Um, Kind of the world was falling apart. You're not really understanding what all that diagnosis would even mean for your child. And yet you just know something's not, quote unquote, normal. Um, Larry, the logical 
practical soul that he is, went immediately to the library at the hospital and checked out all these information on Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. And he came in to me and said, they're going to give her a chromosome analysis. And so his, um, and he said to me at that moment, he said, Jackie, if she is special and has Down syndrome, we're going to receive this from the Lord because really, what else do we have to do with our lives mm. that's of greatest importance is this, pouring our lives into this little special one that he's given us by mm. choice and purpose, great purpose. So that call, helped call me, and when the diagnosis came back, of course, you're wondering what all it means and what's the next step even. But the next step we found out is to trust God mm. in the unknown. And I remember thinking, you know, I didn't get a choice in this. God chose, and he gave it to me. My, cho- my job is to accept his choice, his divine plan. And I struggled with that at first, but when we took her home and I got up in the middle of the night to feed her, she's wrapped in a blanket and in my arm, and I looked down at her. She was looking up at me as if to say, are you my mother? <laughs> and at that moment, my heart totally melted. And I knew that I, at that moment, had accepted I had changed from being willful, saying, God, this wasn't what I planned, to accepting what he had for me, and my heart just fell in love with her. And I think from that moment on, there was a difference in even how I looked at her, how I thought about the future, and what what it held, meaning for our family to have a, a special needs child. I knew then that through the acceptance of knowing God knows better than I do, as for God, His way is perfect. Uh, Psalm eighteen thirty, I knew that He had great plans in giving us this special child, hmm. and it has totally been the most awesome adventure of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're so thankful for that, um, Abby. You said earlier that uh, that God gave you to your family, yeah. right? So He made you in such a beautiful, unique way. And then in his wisdom, he placed you in this, you know, in this beautiful family. So that's the question I want to ask you. So what's it been like growing up in the nagging gas family? I mean, <laughs> Pastor Larry's your dad. Do you call him Pastor Larry or do you call him dad? I actually call him Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Even better. I love that. God placed you in a special family, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So what is it like? I mean, you got uh, Lawrence, an older brother. How did you like yeah. growing up in that family? Well, it has its ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> it's truthful. Um, but, I mean, to be raised in a a normal family, Yeah, it's kind of hard because I like to be normal, even though I'm special. Hmm. But... Um, but now I'm I'm content with being special now. Yeah. Um. But like I said, it's been ups and downs. Sure, just like everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do love um being in a Christian home mm-hmm. and being a child of a pastor. Yeah. I do love that, and. 
I also, um, this might be funny, but since I call my dad buddy, mm-hmm. I actually call my mom my lady love. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. And so being able to be raised up in this family is kind of um, special. Yeah. It sounds pretty awesome. It sounds pretty awesome to me. And I love it. I love being raised in this family. Um, I think I'm like an an essential part of this family. I think so too. And I'm thankful for my Harvest family here. Mm-hmm. And since I'm the only one in this family here on island, um, it's been really awesome, but also it has us down because... Um, we brought my grandma here mm-hmm. and, um, being able to help her, it's yeah. really been awesome to me. Yeah. And I, I loved her so much. Mm-hmm. She was a pastor's wife and she loved, um, being here, but she was getting up in age and, Eventually, she did pass um, in November, mm-hmm. and but we were so close. Well, you are a big part of taking care of your grandma, and she loved you dearly. Yeah. I yeah. know that, and she had such a sweet testimony for Jesus for her whole life. It was a great example yeah. for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Abby, I know that you love Jesus, right? Oh, yeah. He is actually is my life. Yeah. That's a great statement. Tell me about how did you become a Christian? When I was 10 years old, uh, it was one night in the past. Um, I went to a VBS, which is Vacation Bible School. Mm-hmm. I heard a message um, that I held on. It was about uh, hell. And about how real hell was. And so that really got my attention. And so it was after that, um, at night, um, I went to my dad's room and I asked him questions. And so, and I asked him, can I be saved? Mm. And it was in his room and it was my dad who led to the Lord, Amen. which I'm so thankful because um, his dad, before he passed, um, he was trying to find the truth as well. And so that's how my dad got led to the Lord mm-hmm. when he was 15. And so and now he passed it on to me. Hmm. Um, being 10 years old. Um, but that night after I got saved, I, I, I went to bed, but when I was sleeping, God put in me a song in my heart mm. along with Patch the Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, I actually made a goal and a promise that I would 
keep myself into music until the Lord takes me up. Mm. And I want to continue that because he's the one that gave me life. Yeah. And so that's why he became my life. And that's how I'm really deep into music. Mm-hmm. And I like to sing a lot. And also, when he gave me a song in me, he also gave me a great memory. Because I memorize a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah. Well, that day when you... Uh when you committed your heart to Jesus, accept his forgiveness, mm-hmm. um, God's spirit came to dwell in you, to live yeah. in you, and yeah. he, he never leaves us, right? No, no, he doesn't. Yeah, so from that moment on, yeah, you've had um, God's spirit that's with you, mm-hmm. and you're never alone, no. always him no. with you. That's a sweet testimony. And the song that comes out of it, I know that you love to sing. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I love that, and uh, every time... Um, well, I get to sit in front of you in church, so I get to hear you sing, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but I also, uh, you can see the the joy of mm-hmm. God's spirit in your uh, yeah. in your face when you sing in right. the choir another time. I like smile <laughs> every time I sing. I know you do. It's great. <laughs> I know that's a good expression of uh, God's spirit in your life. Yeah. It comes out in our voice in our song. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Jackie, God um, has, uh, or Abby has a sweet testimony and a happy heart. Um, I know that she's been an unusual blessing to your family. Mm. Can you just talk about that? Yeah. Um, When she was first born and she was diagnosed and we took her to a group of um, specialist professionals to evaluate her and where she was at, there was a group of six and five of them had special needs, brothers or sisters. And it was at that moment that I realized it was not just Larry and my life that was going to be affected, but the future of her siblings was going to be channeled possibly in some different directions than we had ever anticipated with our children when we prayed over them and what God would have them do uh, as they grew older. And so that's when I first understood, oh, my Abby's influence in our family is going to be far outreaching because as she reaches and touches the lives of her siblings, they in turn are going to touch other lives and maybe special needs lives. She has a sister that was trained in special education and works with special needs and now has one of her own in her family. Uh, They call each other their BFF. They've always been very close. Mm -hmm. But all of our children are very sensitive as they've gotten older and married and now having children of their own. They'll all say, oh, I wonder if God will give us an Abby Mm -hmm. in our family. And so I know that a whole new world of special needs was opened up to all of us in our family. And sometimes you don't get to enter. It's almost like Abby was our ticket into that world because it gave us an extra sensitivity. And I think a special needs child also demands more as you raise them. So it's just an even deeper love that you reach down into. And so your heart is so changed. And then when you see others with special needs, your heart is immediately drawn to them. Um, whether or not they had Downs didn't matter. Just mm. 
being special. And our kids are like that. We have a daughter that is in labor and delivery, and she will call me immediately if she gets to deliver mm. a Down syndrome baby. Um, and so, Mom, I just wanted to take this baby home, you know, every time. And so I'm so thankful for that. But in other ways as well, we've been able to reach into the community because of Abby. She was a poster child for Easter Seals as a five-year-old. Wow. That entered us into a whole world of charity functions that she and I would speak and you know, got that kiss from Tiger Woods at the mm-hmm. golf wedding wow. and the I whole didn't even know that, thing. Huh? Yeah. yeah, she's been places that no one else has gone before <laughs> in our family. On TV. Yeah, on TV, <laughs> lots of perks, and we yeah. remind her of that because I think earlier she was alluding to the fact that the Downs. Uh, downside for her is she can't really be like everybody else. She's yeah. not married. She's not having children, and her siblings are. Right. So that's kind of a downside. But then we look at all God has done, the positive side of the special events and places and times and people she's been able to enjoy in her lifetime because she is unique and special. And you see how God takes each of us and almost makes up, sometimes for any deficit we might think he goes above and beyond Mm. like the scriptures tell us that he does exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or think is what god does in our lives and he's most definitely done it for abby in her own life but also in our family's life as well as we walk the journey with her it's been amazing for all of us wow it's really sweet testimony Mm. abby you really do have a happy heart uh, mm-hmm. We see that all the time. I'm going to ask you this question and a follow-up right together, okay? Okay. Are there any days when you don't feel that happy? And then what do you do then? So the day that, well, before I go into that, um, when my grandma passed yeah. in November, um, I do remember that... My mom was in her room. She was getting ready to have her last breath. And I was doing something in my room. She called me in. And we both held her hand. And then she took her last breath. Yeah. And so the days when I uh, feel about my grandma's passing... Like when I'm down, yeah. Um, every time I uh, go in my room and I sing, I wondered if that might be the answer. <laughs> yes, 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 for hours. <laughs> yes, yeah. I. Um, every time I'm down or crying about something, I hide in my room and I sing. <laughs> um. Well, the Bible says that Jesus puts a song in our heart. Yeah. Even praise unto our God, right? And uh, it's a great strategy or plan for anybody, actually, Mm because everybody has days when you feel a little bit down. Yeah. um, And sometimes they're harder than others. And uh, the songs that God gives us that are expressions of our of our what we believe and what we know about God. Right. They come out in our voices and they just tend to show up on our face, you know, right. when that happens. Right. So right. yeah, that's great. 
Um, one last question. All right. Okay. I know it goes so fast, doesn't it? I know. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Abby, is there anything that you'd like to tell people about what it means to follow Jesus? Well, first, um, you have to surrender to mm. the Lord. And I forgot to tell you my testimony when I surrendered my life to the Lord. Oh, yeah. Tell us that. Um, I was at school camp at Kobiak. And it was one night I heard a message that got to me again. And I went forward and I surrendered my life to the Lord without being nervous or being scared. I just immediately stepped forward. Mm. And at that moment, I asked the Lord to, I mean, I told the Lord, I am surrendering my life to you. Mm. That's great. And every day, right? That means that we're going to obey him. What does it mean daily when you think that you're going to follow Jesus? What does that mean to you? Well, it means to like, like for yourself, your old self, is to die. Yeah. Um, die to your flesh. And so from then on, we move forward mm -hmm. and transforming to be a new creature. And what it means um, to be a leader but your question was, um, I'll probably say surrendering to the Lord first, and then you die to yourself, you take up the cross, and follow Him. That is an awesome answer, because that's what Jesus said, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what He said, um, that we say no to ourselves, and the Maybe, yeah. maybe our our desires of our flesh, mm -hmm. we say yes to Jesus. Whatever he says mm -hmm. to us, I'm going to say yes yeah. day after day. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what following Jesus is. I, yeah. I'm thankful. Well, you know what? Uh, God made your daddy a preacher, yeah. um, but he gave you a testimony that yeah. speaks to a lot of people. And I'm really thankful for that, Abby. I'm thankful for your willingness to share it and your burden to share mm -hmm. it. Um, praying that God would keep uh, continue to use you, you know, yeah. to bring people to Himself and help people to know that God loves us and He's made us all um, right. in His image, just like He wants us to be. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining me here today, yeah, Abby. Yeah, And thanks, Jackie. <laughs> thank you so much for yeah. having us. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, at this point in the program, we always just want to personally invite you again to services at Harvest Baptist Church. Two services every Sunday, 8.45 a.m., 10.45 a.m. We have Japanese and Korean translation during that 10.45 a.m. service. And that's also when we live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. We hope to see you this Sunday. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.